Hey everyone, Louis from the pod here. Just a quick word of warning that this episode contains some naughty language. If that's not your thing, then it might be worth finding a slightly better behaved pod. If it is your thing, enjoy this hot episode of Steaming Podcast. Much love. Happy Spooktober. Okay, so I've checked the dials, the temperature gauge is blinking, let me just check my notes, input some data, and yes, I am back. If you're a regular listener to the pod, you may have noticed that I wasn't in our last one for technical reasons, but I'm back, and if you're not a regular listener, where have you been? My name is Adisa, and you're listening to Talk and Two Sugars, the podcast specialising in recipes, celebrity goss, and relationship advice. As always, I'm joined by Wayne. Ahoy! Robert. Hello. And Louis. What it do? What it do, indeed. The pod is back after a not-at-all-deserved break, and as per, we're going to catch up with some news, do a review this week. It's uh, a bit different. Fire some dumb questions at each other, and then do a fourth bit. But first, here's the news music thing we have. News! News! We're all red-blooded Americans, right? Nope. Yep. <laughs> That's what I thought. Move on. <laughs> Not a vegan in a bunch. No soy boys here. Right? Uh, soy boy? I love soy I, milk. I'm, yeah, I'm a big fan. So I'm kind of going... I, I, I'm assuming you wanted quick answers to this. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Go, so go we can move on. No, no, no. no, no, I, no. Uh, I, I'm, I'm cutting down on my meat. Yes. Good man. Why? I watched you eat a schnitzel on the weekend. Cutting down, Is that a euphemism? Cutting it out completely. <laughs> why? Also, I don't. Why? Why? Yeah. Also, why um, is it good? It's better for the environment. Yeah, in my it's good opinion. For the, good for the environment and good for my health. Hmm. I can't win, speak on win, that, but yeah. all around. I don't. I. Okay. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> I don't know. I, I can I can get on board with the health thing if you think eating less meat will be beneficial to you. You're powerful. You are. I've never really been on board with the environmental thing. Ooh, Here we go. <laughs> uh, well, obviously the environment needs saving. Occasionally, think... Robert goes out and starts wildfires. <laughs> <laughs> Occasionally, I just got back from one. Uh... He's got matches in his pocket right now. <laughs> I just I think there are bigger contrib- contributors to it than. Eating meat. There are, I agree, but that doesn't mean that we shouldn't also cut down on eating meat. Yeah, but I, you still drive your car, don't you? I do, yeah, because I need to go places and it's convenient for me. But again, I'm not. I'm doing what I can and what I want, and uh... not exactly where I was trying to go with this. I am. Um, no, not gonna lie. No, too bad. <laughs> sure. You have started a conversation now. You oh, are talking to sugars, the environmentalists. Dream podcast. Oh god. Um huh, well, yeah. As red blooded Americans, right? Remember that joke that I made? <laughs> uh, you'll be glad to hear that a company in the US who describe themselves as leaders in breakfast meats have branched out into what they call breathable bacon. They've made a face mask which they say is featuring the latest in pork 
scented technology. It features a two-ply multi-fiber filter to keep the delicious smell of bacon always wrapped around your nose and mouth. They were so popular, their site crashed. Now, when I read that, I kind of remembered when bacon became like a cool thing. Do you guys remember that at all? Like you could get yeah. bacon salt and like bacon juice or drink. That, that's that's uh, by this story. This is obviously still going on, but yeah, yeah. they but still kind exist. Of They're out there. I mean, I like bacon, but would you? Could you wear that like out? I mean, I'm guessing no. only you could smell it. You wouldn't stink of bacon. Do you like bacon enough to just smell it all the time? No, no. it's gross. No. no. Is there a food I... that you could? Vanilla. Fresh bread. No, I, th- I think Wayne said vanilla, which I think is not a bad shout. Fresh, like, paste. Like, walking past the bakery would be quite nice. That yeah. kind of smell. Yeah. Like, don't know if you could just smell bread for 24 hours, though. I don't know. I love bread. <laughs> well, with Wayne's thing, I remember beefing with Wayne about um, vanilla being, like, a flavor, being, like, a thing. Like, I know it has a smell, but just quick poll, because news is wildly out of control this week. Is vanilla a flavor? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) All all of us, all of us, red-blooded Americans think that vanilla is a flavor. Okay. Um, Why why did you go down the route of red-blooded Americans to get onto bacon face masks? Because it seemed like yeah, that seemed like the kind of gung ho goes hunting all the time, has a million shells and and rifles in their house kind of thing to buy you know where's my bacon face mask I, damn it i can't leave without my bacon face mask i feel like i don't know i feel, my gun. I feel like chad whose sister is his cousin and his dad owns a hundred guns and several um what they called quad bikes is more likely to have a face mask than i don't know uh, clark who works in a, an account so few guns. Is there anything that you couldn't have in, like a scent you couldn't have in a face mask that would be like disgusting? Not like the obvious, not like obviously like poo, but like like a food that you just find disgusting. like a food, yeah, something that other yeah, uh, people would like, some but you can't poo. stand. Um, uh, we'll it... we'll cut that. <laughs> <laughs> ah, we're back in the game. Um. Elisa, you hate oranges. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't put it on. Although I imagine you get used to it after a while. I so, do you know what? It's for me. It's, it depends because I can deal with the smell of like fake orange. So Terry's chocolate orange mm. or orange sweets or uh, like orange squash, like that manufactured orange is fine. But if if somehow they manage to make it smell like a real one, I would burn it and just get the COVID. Fuck it. I think uh-huh. for me it would be um, there's two ways to go with this. One is like alcohol because I think everyone's got that one alcohol oh. that if they smell they will throw up. Sambuca. And for me, that is sambuca. <laughs> yes. Um, and linked to that, uh, licorice. I don't yeah. think I could stomach licorice. Nah, that's gross. Uh... I don't like licorice, but that's fine. You wear your mask then. Yeah, but I want to wear your mask. Well, I've been doing it wrong this whole time. Are we not meant to be wearing each other's masks? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> uh, only other thing um, I have really is. Uh, let me get it up. And, <laughs> <laughs> and also the news story. 
<laughs> Put it away. I had to tell Louis last time. I tell um, you the other time. Ooh, lost it. Oh, uh, this is a production value for you now. Right. So this is what they pay the big bucks for. Exactly. So headline: Mum pulls kid out of school because he was given tuna sandwich after long poo. What? Why is why is this the only only <laughs> other news story because you've got? <laughs> I won't lie to you. I got okay. So the thing is with this story, right? It's more a dig at the woman than anything else. And I got kind of halfway through it and thought this is bad and I shouldn't do it. And then I realised that we were due to record in about five minutes. So here we are. Uh, the byline to that was: I don't think it's right to let my child starve. So the story is basically. What? <laughs> <laughs> things are linked. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, can you read the headline and the byline together? Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, okay. <clears throat> Mum pulls kid out of school because he was given tuna sandwich after long poo. I don't think it's right to let my child starve. <laughs> what? What? We should soundbite that and take out all, <laughs> all links to this being about news and make it sound like it's Lisa's point of view. Okay, what so... What mean? <laughs> so, uh, what's basically happened is that uh, the year five pupil was offered a tuna sandwich when Hot Meals ran out because he took his time while doing a poo. So, the story in this newspaper, okay. it's online, but newspaper... Is that the boy took too long taking a shit, so he missed lunch. <laughs> <laughs> it's still ridiculous. Now, the... oh, but then he was why? Okay, what? Why did she put him out of school? I have I because I don't know. How I... did she know about the poo? Like, how did she know that uh, all these things came together? Like, did she pull him out of school the next day? Okay, so I get. Or did she go in that afternoon and go, "Come on, Timmy." You gotta go home and eat a hot meal after that shit. Like, what's he doing? Texting her. He's like, Mom, I pooed too long. Now I haven't eaten. Basically. I only had a tuna sandwich. I ate tuna. Well, apparently he did. You know, so that's it. So he didn't yeah. want to eat it because he hates he hates tuna. So, uh, Miss. They name her. I'm not gonna name her. Should I name her? Miss Jarvis. No. Oh. Said. Uh, <laughs> oh, I know her. <laughs> they, uh, they pulled me in uh, when I picked the Banes up. No idea. And said, Jaden will come out until he had no lunch. Uh, because she's Scottish, Jarvis. Maybe Scot- um, ba- bands. That, like they, they call kids bands, don't they? Ah, I didn't know that. Um, the wee our, ones, the bands. Our cultural correspondent Louis there with the uh, the update on ba- bands. We'll move past the bad accent. <laughs> uh, well, uh, no, the school was in East Hull. Oh, so maybe. <laughs> I mean, people do move. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for wasting our time, Louis. Your pointless rhetoric. But yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't like tuna, so he didn't eat it. Um, he they she, well, she found out. She was furious because she was only a call away. Uh, she says that she was only a call away, and they could have given her. I'm not going to do an accent, but I'll say exactly what she said. They could have gave me a rang to bring my our lunch, so he was at least fed, not going six and a, a half hours. <laughs> Oh, I don't know what's going on anymore. I mean, it's it's been pretty light. I didn't want to talk about COVID and the fact that we're going into lockdown again. I didn't want to talk about what else has happened. People, someone died probably. So a story about poo and a sandwich. 
Uh, your reasoning, your reasoning is sound. That doesn't mean I have not lost faith in humanity. The mum, who is pregnant with her fourth child, continued. I tried talking to the head about it, but her attitude was, I never got was told. So I said, <laughs> this is why I have come to you. Your ma- meant, meant, she says it's written twice, to know about issues go on with parents and pupils. So I have another question for you that you're not going to be able to answer. I'll try. Well, this is obviously, so this is a quote. Yes. Which is why it is what it is. But it was still written by a reporter who could have written it in such a way that it made sense. Surely. Because she didn't write it. She's not written this story herself, has she? True. Uh, thank you, it's Robert. The Mrs. Jarvis Post. <laughs> <laughs> it's a reputable news source. See, now it makes sense. Because her, her blog post, Adisa's is a big fan of, uh, of Ms. Jarvis. <laughs> I am a big uh, fan of Ms. Jarvis. She's on her blog post. I mean, it comes across like they're having a go at her because it points out that she's 31, that she's pregnant with her fourth child, that she can't speak well. Well, and there's a picture of her. From? This is Bristol Live. Why oh. Bristol Live is doing a report on a thing that happened in Hull, I have no idea. Bristol Live. They're outside the school every day. We're here live outside the school where a child had a long poo yesterday. I mean, ooh, hang on. Breaking news. And by breaking, I mean it may have happened at any point, but I've just seen it. So apparently she got trolled after this. Headline. Mum at centre of tuna poo row row. Let me start that again. <laughs> Mum at centre of tuna poo row responds to trolls as she sends son back to school. I'm yeah. one to say it's how it is. I don't stand and scream and shout. It comes out exactly as it is. I am assuming she's not talking about the poo. So, is that him? Is that the kid? The no kid is like, comes anymore. out, it takes me some time. I should be allowed to Surely eat a warm food. This is, I feel like this is such a, I don't know, like a dangerous thing because kids will, very, uh, quick, kids are very quick to bully other kids. Yeah, so if you, right. if you were in primary school and there was a kid who got taken out of school because he pooed for too long. <laughs> first of all, uh, first of all, I you found out that a kid was pooing in school. You'd bully him anyway, I think. I was just about yeah. to say, yeah, yeah, when when you're a kid, for some reason, doing a poo anywhere other than your house is like a, a serious taboo. And then your mum's come in, like Louis said, and dragged you out like, hey, why are you taking such a long shit? No, I'll cook you a lasagna. It's like, oh, no. That's ridiculous. But yeah, I mean, I don't I don't really know how to turn this story into a kind of what would you do and or say or something. Um, I'd you eat a sandwich. You, you just eat the sandwich. Why not? Tuna what sandwich. You, what, you don't tuna, what if you hate, hate tuna? Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't have taken it. Depends how hungry you are. If, you're, if you don't like tuna and you're not that hungry, you could just wait. See, that's, that's the other side of it. Imagine if he'd held it all day long. That's true. Mm. Wait, are you talking about the poo or the sandwich? It'd be ridiculous <laughs> if he was just holding a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Not like this story isn't ridiculous. Uh, if I was him, I'd just go, oh, fair enough. And then I'd say, I need to go to the toilet again. And I would just take a really long poo until the end of school. The day, not the year, obviously. Rob's <laughs> been in the loop for 12 years. <laughs> <laughs> it's graduation, just come Robert. Out. Come out. <laughs> Ever missed a thing because of poop? Phone calls, maybe. You wouldn't answer the phone whilst um, 
I'm trying to think. I don't know any poo. Good noise. Huh? Good yeah, noise. It's appropriate noise. <laughs> Uh, phone calls, um, interviews. I've never missed. I've never missed anything because of a poo. Exams. I've never missed. Like I've never been at a cinema. I missed an important scene. I don't think I've ever pooed at the cinema. You should try it. I've never pooed at the cinema. Uh, apologies to listeners with um, sensitive stomachs or imaginative imaginations. I've pooed at the theatre. That's worse. <laughs> Did you miss a bit? It's culture in there. <laughs> I don't know. Did so you do it to get out of being at the theatre. I, w- um, I mean, because I, I, I or... he pooed right at the beginning of Hamilton. So he, when they when they came out and they were like, "It's Alexander," he was like, "Who's this guy? What's happened? Where are we? What was going on?" Gassing up this dude, man. <laughs> yes, went to the yeah, went to the theater once, and uh, I was very hungover, and I felt better afterwards. And then I had a kip. I slept through the rest of the show, not on the toilet. I might add. <laughs> How much of this stays in after I edit it, I have no idea. But uh, we'll see. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, that's that's more or less it from me. As I said, without getting too uh, serious, you know, talking about the environment and such. As as uh, it has anybody got anything else? Any, what's happened to you in the last couple of weeks since we last recorded? Had to eat a tuna sandwich because. Uh... <laughs> cool. Great. With all the insight and hot goss, that's been uh, your news this week. I might make a tuna sandwich. Not right now. Anyone else really hungry? (laughs) I got tuna mayonnaise. Reviews! 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 Uh, welcome to a uh, review section. As Adisa alluded to at the beginning, it's a little bit different this week. Uh, instead of a film, we have watched uh, a few episodes of The Simpsons. Uh, to continue the celebrations of Halloween, we watched three episodes of the uh, Treehouse of Horror specials. And for people that don't know, these are different than from regular episodes. They're normally split into three mini-stories to do with some form of scary thing. Uh, we watched the very first ever one in, in season two, the most recent one on Disney Plus in season 30, and one that we uh, universally all liked in season six. Uh, we've done this to get a bit of a comparison, see what we like, what we don't like, and maybe come up with something interesting for you to listen to. So we'll jump straight in with the very first ever Treehouse of Horror. And Alice was all kind of set in Bart's treehouse. Uh, opens with Homer sneaking up to the treehouse and overhearing Lisa telling Bart a scary story. Bart says that the story was lame and takes it upon himself to tell us two more tales. One being the bad dream house, where the Simpsons move into a haunted house. The other being Hungry Art the Damned, which is the first time we get to meet Kang Kodos and a third alien I don't think they ever bring up again. After those two kind of missed the mark with Lisa, she decides to tell us a classic tale, The Raven by Edgar Allan Poe. Uh, and that's kind of the quick review or, or well, overview of, of the first episode. So what did you guys think of the first ever episode of Trials of Horror? Did it scare you? Did you poop your pants and then miss a tuna sandwich? <laughs> that's going to sound really weird when I edit all that stuff out. <laughs> um... I'll edit it back in, don't you worry. Yeah, it was it was okay. Do you know what? Um, what occasionally happens is when I remember episodes, I think that's too old. I'm not going to bother watching it. 
I thought that this was in season one and kind of fell into that category, but it was oh, it was okay. So it's season two when they're starting to kind of warm up. I think it's it's an okay episode, but it's not funny. Is what I kind of found. Like you can watch it, but I didn't laugh at all. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. I I think I remember finding it funny though. Like when I watched oh, it as okay. a kid, I think I found it funny, and I will say even now the um the uh, the Raven. I think is one of the best bits of The Simpsons. Definitely. Mm. Like, I think I oh, just think it's great. Look at this this lot with their highbrow Edgar Allan Poe comedy. It's very <laughs> interesting because I I disagree with that in this particular episode because I don't think it fits with The Simpsons style of comedy at all. Actually, especially this episode as well and Treehouse of Horrors in general. Mm. It was it was as Adisa said there. It was it's quite highbrow for what The Simpsons is. I guess it was um, to be fair, it early, was very early, wasn't it? Yeah, it so, was very early, yeah. so uh, it's it, it's hard true. to say that they necessarily had a vision for what they wanted to be. Also, yeah. I think like they were still finding their feet, kind of. Uh, by Louis' standard, like it, it's it's it stands out. I think nowadays, if they were to make, or if a TV show were to take such a daring sort of left turn, I think much like the BoJack episode, which is mostly silent, I think it would be praised as like Emmy worthy. For taking something classic and applying it, oh, yeah. Okay. See, yeah, that's that's kind of my thing. Like, Treehouse of Horror is different from normal Simpsons episodes, mm. and this felt the most different. And like, they were just trying something new. And I think they, I think, yeah, I think they nailed, nailed it. What was the um? What was the first one? Was it the um? Bad was it Dream Pol- House. The, yeah. Mm. Was that uh Portal Guys? I don't think so. Uh, I think oh. so. I don't, no, I I don't think it's a take on anything. I think it's just a. A, just a like a haunted house general oh, generic really? story. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Okay. I didn't that, know that. That's the one. So the house is built on an ancient uh, Native American burial ground. There's a particular moment in that I wanted to bring up. Um, for some reason, there's a scene where Marge is like shouting at the house, or the house is shouting at her. Yes. Yeah. And no one is talking other than the house, but Marge's mouth is moving in the animation. Oh. So, oh. so her mouth is just <laughs> I moving didn't away. That. And and then she has a go at the house and sort of shouts at the house and tells it off, which I thought was quite funny actually when I watched it. I actually did like the first two. I thought they were quite funny. I thought they were quite on par with the better think? episodes I... of the Treehouse of Horrors as they went on because I thought they had that level of humour, the silliness yeah. of like Homer wanting to stay in the house and then yeah. floating up and hitting his head on the ceiling and being ridiculous mm. and dropping to the floor. Mm. I think it's definitely warming up, like it's heading in that direction. Yeah, if you see what I mean. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, I prefer yeah. Hungry Other Damned to Bad Stream House. I think I don't. I, I find that funny. I, I liked um, when when Lisa felt that she and I've I've noticed noted this down because this for me is probably my favorite bit of the episode uh, when she goes um, wandering around the spaceship and she she stumbles across um, the one that they don't name uh, the alien they don't name. Yeah. I thought they did name him. They do at the end. So they say yeah. that they say that uh, when, they, when they introduce themselves, Kang. And Kodos, and then he comes along, or she, I don't know, uh, yeah. and they're like, to pronounce his name, you, they, he'd need to rip out their tongues, or pull yeah, out their yeah, tongues. Yeah. And then later on in the episode, they just say the name. It's, yeah, like, it's, it's like, like... When he's crying. Seca like the Preparer or something. Cecil the Preparer. Yeah. <laughs> something yeah. like that. But yeah, Wait, so you were saying just... you weren't a fan. No. I'm sorry, I, did. I thought that was <laughs> your thing. Uh, <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> I was just wanted to Louis. <laughs> Damn it, let me speak! Anyway, Wayne, what were you saying about? <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, Dee, so go on. 
No, it was just the book. It was the um, the book that she comes across, How to Cook Humans. Yeah. And then they dust off the book, and it's How to Cook for Humans. And then they dust off the book some more, and then How to Cook for <laughs> 40 Humans. I mean, that book is dusty as fuck. Yeah, some of that dust is stuck on there. <laughs> it's fucking dust, hard. But yeah, that was probably my favourite bit. Some precision blowing by the preparer. Yeah. Big fan. Uh, yeah, Wayne, you said you weren't a fan. Uh, yeah, it's not that I'm not necessarily a fan. I think the middle episode is probably the weakest. I quite like yeah. Bad Dream House, and I really like The Raven. I quite like Bad Dream House. I enjoy that they're basically, they uh, towards at the end, they basically say they're going to stay there, so the house will have to just deal with it, and rather than deal with it, it opts to destroy itself, which I think <laughs> is quite funny. Yeah, because it's like, hmm, want to live. live with the Simpsons. <laughs> what choice do I have? <laughs> he kills himself. <laughs> Uh, and then just quickly, I get so. Did you guys all like the Raven? You all thought the Raven was a good part to this. I'm a it fan. Was, oh, it's fine. Yes, it was me. fine. Nothing too strong. I don't. I don't feel strongly about it. It was. Uh, it was okay. It was a bit. It felt for me uh, a bit out of um, character. But as we said, it was early days. So. Yeah, that's that's fair. It was, of course, uh, narrated by the great James L. Jones. Mm-hmm. So. Ah. That was the first time he would appear, I think, and he would appear in later episodes, maybe even later episodes in this podcast. Who knows? He also appeared in. He also had like minor voices, minor voice roles in Bad Dream House and uh, the other one. That I, I thought, thought so, because there is someone. There's definitely a, a new voice that shows yeah. up a couple of times, and I didn't know it was him, but it was definitely very different. And I just assumed it was someone that was in it in the first couple of seasons, and that was it. Didn't know it was James. I say, like I know him personally. Didn't I? Old, old <laughs> I didn't Jimmy know boy, old Jimmy, Jimmy Jones over there. Uh, we'll move on to the the next one chronologically, which was, was uh, the Treehouse of Horror five in season six. Now, uh, this this is one of my all time favourite um, Treehouse of Horrors. Yeah, I, all three of these I think are very very strong. Uh, this one involves the Shinning, uh, where the Simpsons go and look after. Uh, Mr. Burns's lodge during the winter, and um, Bart runs into Groundskeeper Willie. It discovers that he has the shinning, so Bart can use his power to save them from Homer when he quote will eventually go crazy and murder them all, um, which he does. Time and punishment, where Homer breaks a toaster uh, and somehow manages to turn it into a device to travel through time, <laughs> and Nightmare Cafeteria, where to. Uh, Overcome budget cuts and grade F meat, Seymour Skinner decides to start eating children. Uh, we can get into each episode a little bit more, but yeah, this the, I, I you you guys must agree with me. This is a this is a very good episode. Yeah, this is a good one. Yeah, this is golden age. That's golden age Simpsons. Uh. Mm-hmm. This is the this is the treehouse of horror I think of when I think of treehouses of horror, treehouses of horror, tree heists of horror, tree heists, tree, tree heists. Forest heist of horrors. I just wanted to say quickly, I noticed um, when this one started, it doesn't open with Treehouse. It's Simpsons Halloween special. Yes. And Uh, is that, are they actually called Treehouse of Horror? Or is that something that's in maybe the first few and then they don't do it anymore? No, that's the name of the episodes. Yeah, they're called Treehouse of Horrors. Oh, The episode name that Wayne said there, yeah. Oh, but it just opened. So what we see visually is Simpsons Halloween special, but... It's actually like the actual episode title, season whatever, episode whatever, 
Treehouse of Horror. Yeah. I whilst on this, I did I did really like this intro with the um the old timey movie thing. Oh that Marge. Yeah, which is like this movie, this is so scary, we've just been told that um the network or whatever won't allow us to show it. So we're gonna mm. show some old movie instead. Mm. I enjoyed that. Yeah. I think from something like that, you can see the difference in how confident they are with what they're doing um, and kind of where the tone of the show is going in, in the difference between that and, and season, uh, the first one, the one that we, yeah. we talked about just a second ago. Because in that, it's a kind of a joke where she's like, if you've got kids, change the channel. There's too much violence on TV anyway, whatever, whatever. Whereas in this, they've just gone silly. Yeah, yeah. Does she, does she do the intro? All the way up until that point, is she in one, two, three, four, five, or is it? Because I know she does one and two. I can't remember what three and four open with. Is it just her? Me neither. Ah, cool. It's a good thing we did lots of prep for this. <laughs> um. So number three, Homer appears in front of a curtain and warns the viewers that the following episode is scary. He then tells parents Homer. to turn off the television, calls him a chicken, causes the screen to go black, and Homer chastises <laughs> Marge. Chastises Homer. I like that. Huh. I don't remember that. I'm going to need to go back to that. Thank I you, remember but... that. That's a good one. But yeah, it's also got a great... Um, it's also the one where they, when they said they're going to run it, this is the one, of course, with the TV where Bart does the impersonation of the Outer Limits. Do not yeah. adjust your television set. Yeah. I couldn't uh, remember if it was Outer Limits or Twilight Zone. This is my voice on, on TV. TV. Uh, yeah, so three, three, the three parts of this I think are really, really good. Uh, the shinning, as I said uh, just quickly in the beginning. So they go to look after Burns' um, haunted lodge uh, during the winter. Burns takes away all the cable and all the beer, which inevitably makes Homer something, something. <laughs> he sees a phantom Mo who tells him to kill his family, and he kind of goes on a bit of a killing spree. Uh, this is uh, the beginning of an ongoing theme in this episode, where unfortunately groundskeeper Willie gets stabbed in the back by an axe sorry 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 are you stabbed by an axe if you get hit by an axe are you stabbed i once knew somebody who said that their brother stabbed somebody with a butcher's knife and i was like no you don't stab somebody with a butcher's knife in well, secondary was... school one person told me they were gonna stab me with a gun Jesus <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> sorry do you know what sorry sorry i don't want that to turn into a whole thing it's just for a second when you say stab it's like it's a it's a way it's a stabbing motion and if you did that with an axe, it would be a mild inconvenience. What do you do with an axe, though? Chop. Whack. Axe. Whack. Yeah. Whack with an axe. Yeah. Whack. It's not whack. No. No, 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 no. It's like Lizzie Borden. Yeah, you don't whack yeah. with an axe. You don't whack someone with an axe. I do what, what with my axe. axe, thank you very much. Because whack sounds blunt. Sounds like there's no sharp edge. You chop. Fillet. Chop. chop. You mean chop implies going through. Not necessarily. You can chop wood. But you go through the wood. Can you can you use axe as a verb? Let as me. In, ask he you was axed in the back. Yeah. Oh, I think you can. Let's actually. go with yes. This is this is all staying, by the way. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry, that's my bad. Sorry. Uh, yeah. So Homer's going nuts. They run outside. The family run outside to escape him in the snow. We see uh, groundskeeper Willie's small television that he had thrown on his pursuit in, and uh, after watching a bit of the telly, Homer kind of calms down. The family gather around. TV's hip, glowy, glowy, glowness, uh, and they kind of freeze outside, but they are still alive until uh, another TV special comes on. I don't, again, I don't know if you noticed this, but the TV special where they're all upset and screaming is the same song that they sing at the end of the episode. 
No, I haven't. Yeah. I did not. Very good episode. Uh, time and Punishment. Yeah, Toaster, for some reason, gets stuck onto Homer's hand. He's just eating breakfast and it's stuck. his hand's stuck in the toaster. He smashes it, calms down. Then it's back in the toaster. So he smashes it off. <laughs> <I love that. laughs> and he ends up breaking, breaking the toaster. To fix the toaster, he says it's easy with the right tools. So he smashes it with a rock. <laughs> classic Homer. It's just, it's just so classic. Puts it all back together, turns it on to see how it would work, and ends up back in the time of the dinosaurs. Uh, back in that time, he remembers Grandpa Simpson's advice to be careful not to change anything if you travel back in time. Homer fouls his advice straight away because he squats a mosquito and thus starts a chain of events where he keeps traveling to different places in time because he keeps killing different things by accident. Um, the most terrifying of which for Homer is a reality where there are no donuts. <laughs> oh. But doesn't isn't that the reality where it rains though nuts? Yeah. Yeah. But but I guess leaves, they don't call it yeah. It leaves too early. So yeah. I, uh, I really like this episode. I, I particularly like Time and Punishment. I think all three are strong, but Time and Punishment is particularly funny. Yeah. Definitely one of the best, I think, as like one of these little segments. Mm. Uh, yeah. Just before the end, once again, um groundskeeper Willie turns up and tries to warn Homer that uh, he is not in his own time before he is stabbed, actually stabbed in the back this time by a knife. Carried by oh, nice no, axe again. Stabbed in, he's axed in the back by Maggie, who speaks to Homer in oh, James. Yeah. It's James L. Jones once more. Yeah. Who says this truly is a disturbing universe. Homer eventually does settle for a universe which is close enough because his family are eating things with amphibian tongues. Oh, as quickly as he is eating it with a fork, by the way, which is <laughs> upsetting. Would you? Would you be? How comfortable would you be with that? With that situation? It's my, hard because they notice that you're not eating like that. Yeah, that was always my concern as a kid. Cause I thought yeah. Homer's going to get caught out, and then they're going to like put him on trial and question where he came from <laughs> <laughs> for the crime of not having a weird lizard tongue. They're going to experiment no, on tongue. him. Did you um? Did you guys have a favorite have a favorite world that he visit like he, that he creates? Um, Flanders world. The reneducation. Yeah. I knew someone was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, obviously the favorite, the favorite, the best world is the world where it rains donuts. Yeah, actually, no. Imagine the day after. I mean, if it rains donuts, does that mean there is no water on this? Potentially, planet? should we go to a place where the writers never even thought people would go? Now so... we are going through the outer limits. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> So if it, no, I can't be worried about this. <laughs> I think in, real yeah. commitment to the bit. In an ideal world, the donuts rain from the sky. They don't rot, but they actually turn to water, and then the normal process for water takes place, and clouds and clouds make the donuts. So it's like a cycle. Yes. I'll, I'll, I'll take it. The water cycle. Yes, the water the cycle that we learned about a hundred times. Uh, I, think, oh, I think Wayne's been on the drugs. And the final one, just briefly, yes, they Principal Skinner um, is concerned that detention is becoming overcrowded and the lunch lady, Doris, is reduced to serving grade F meat. They have a joke about finding a common solution when Jimbo trips up uh, Doris and spilling, I don't know what it is, a like green slurry. I... Grade F slurry. That's, that's, <laughs> is this the one? I can't, I can't remember if you see it in this. I might have looked away where they're, they're mincing gym mats. No, no, that's not no, this one. No, okay, no. 
It's just grade F meat, which is mostly circus animals and filler. <laughs> Rusk. <laughs> oh. Principal's gonna taste this muck off of Jimbo, which decides it's delicious, and they begin uh, killing kids. They have um, Jimbo Sloppy Joe or Sloppy Joes, Sloppy mm, Jimbo's, Sloppy Jimbo's, Sloppy Jimbo's. Uta Verst, I think it is. Yeah, uh, and then they re- the kid the children realize that they're being eaten, which seems to be a theme in Simpsons, Treehouse of Horrors, or maybe just the ones I've chosen. I must say, to a good scene in this for me, the one I like. So Lisa figures it out because always Lisa figures out that they're being eaten, and Skinner comes over and starts going off on the rant about you could say there's a little Uda in all of us. Oh, yeah. In fact, you could say I've eaten Uda right now, <laughs> and he's in my stomach. <laughs> Wait. Ignore that last one. <laughs> and then just walks off calm as shit. Just leaves. Yeah. I like when you... he uh, I can't remember. I think it's just a generic child. But there's like the, the caged kids. And they're like mm-hmm. shaking the bars of the cages. And he's like, um, calm down. You'll become all tired and stringy. And then Yeah, it's Martin. And, yeah, and then they check on... Oh, yeah. And then they check on the free-range children. Yep. outside running around in a little pen oh I love that and then yeah it ends as I say it ends in a Bart wakes up turns out that was just a nightmare in classic horror versions but it turns out uh, that actually there is a fog that turns people inside out that seeps through the windows and we get to enjoy the Simpsons inside out and give us a musical number what is that what is that about like is that is that a song from something is that a parody of something it seems like it's it is a team. parody, yeah. Oh, okay. It's a parody of uh, the song called One from the Broadway show A Chorus Line. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I think is the show that is on the TV when they are frozen in the first part of that episode. Mm. I think it's called A Chorus Line. And they're like, no! Yeah, fair enough. In that scene, again, just like little bits and pieces, they turn inside out so you can see their veins. They bring it up in the song. Mm. But Marge's hair is veiny and fleshy for some reason would imply yeah. that her hair is yes. actually part of her body which is fucking disgusting to say the least and then moving on quickly and finally to the final one Treehouse of Horror 29 this one again still three parts this one begins with uh, Homer entering an oyster eating contest yeah. and it turning out that uh, it's actually all a ploy to bring back Cthulhu who Homer defeats in an eating contest, uh, and then he gets granted one wish, and his one wish is to eat Cthulhu. These three episodes are The Intrusion of the Podwise Switchers, Multiplicity, and Geriatric Park. Uh, yeah, Intrusion of the Body Snatchers being a parody of The Invasion of the Body Snatchers, uh, where it turns out that Steve Mobs, who is uh, okay. talking about the new MyPhone, is actually the beginning of... Uh, alien race that are trying to make, save everybody bring them to a different planet multiplicity uh, Lisa has multiple personalities and seeks revenge on Nelson, Milhouse and Bart for changing one of her exams and giving her a bad grade Yeah. and geriatric park which is exactly what it sounds like it's a park filled with old people who have their DNA spliced with that of dinosaurs which is being held back by the cold. Did anyone like this episode at all? It was okay. It was a fantastic. Do you think I... it's better than the first one? No. No. There were some, some okay bits in 
um, in the first bit. Well, I can't remember what it's called. Invasion of the Body Snatchers parody. Mm. Uh, Intrusion of the Pod Y Switches. I'm surprised they Thank hadn't you. done Invasion of the Body Snatchers before. It seems like a very mm. old property for them to not have parodied already. Um, yeah. yeah. I like the opening with Cthulhu. I thought that was surprisingly modern. Um, yeah, that was alright. Yeah. I hated the multiplicity thing. Yeah, that yeah, was not good. Yeah, it was boring. It was very boring. I think Intrusion of the Podwire Snatchers had a few... Um, I thought I think this episode in particular had a lot of moments, had a lot of like, little blink in your miss it moments of other shows, mm, um, yes. particularly ones by Matt Groening as well. So he had the one that he's doing on uh, Netflix. Disenchanted. Disenchanted. You get the 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 little demon thing is sitting yeah. on the roof. I think. Yeah. They uh, when they're traveling through space, you see a, a thing that's you see Bring Back Futurama. Yeah. On oh, the shit. side of that. the ship. And it gets yeah. blown up by the Orville. Yeah. Which oh, is shit. quite funny. Yeah, <laughs> quite funny. But I guess they've got to a point where they can essentially do these things now. I guess mm-hmm. to an extent. Yeah. So running out of ideas. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of multiplicity. Thought it was a bit no, it was nothing like really. No. It's just yeah. like it's 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 very try hard. I don't know yeah. how to describe it. It's just really I don't know. It's, I mean, it suffers from a lot of what I think Simpson suffers from now anyway, where it's every joke is just so like aggressive. Like it's a bad joke and then they just try and squeeze more life out of it. It's just... Yeah, I think that try hard thing is you've hit the nail on the head there. Just like... It's just, yeah, it's just trying hard to get some laughs and it doesn't work. I would definitely agree. Try hard is a perfect analogy. And then, yeah, Jurassic Park, Mr. Burns uh, opens up a Jurassic-themed retirement home. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For some reason, he's still splicing elders with DNA from a dinosaur. They feel rejuvenated. And and then I did, it did make me laugh. So there's a Homer's like, like slightly colding here and looks over at a thermometer where there's a sign above it that says, do not change the thermometer. And he says, I'm on holiday. I'm not here to read. And just, <laughs> yeah, he rips yeah, the yeah. sign off for no reason. <laughs> he doesn't need to rip the sign off. Yeah, 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 and he yeah. increases the uh, increases the temperature and the elderly turn into dinosaurs. They kill a few I people. I thought this one was okay. It was, it yeah. was okay. There was, it was fun. There was, there was one moment that made me laugh um, in this and it was when they're explaining what happens, so it's, it's like a parody, um, or it starts out as a parody of Jurassic Park, and they kind of see the, the intro video, kind of mm. how it all works. And um, one of the possible side effects of the DNA, the DNA splicing they're doing uh, is it includes being a precursor to modern birds. And I just, I just <laughs> yeah. thought that was funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the symptoms are really good, actually. But yeah. yeah. Other, other than that, I didn't, it's another episode where I didn't laugh. Like, I laughed at treehouse five but this one i was just kind of waiting for it to finish especially that um multiplicity thing yeah Yeah. i would fully agree so i guess we need um unless anyone's got anything else to add of course about this episode it's kind of a nothing really it's kind of a bit of a Mm. i guess we've got to do three rankings three rankings yeah i guess so yeah uh treehouse of horror one from a scale of American Poltergeist to Space Jam. <laughs> I forgot we changed the scale. Ah <laughs> uh, dear, what a piece of shit! How apt, yeah, it being Spooktober. Um, I thought you meant how apt it being a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> five. One one gets uh, the first one gets a five from me. 
It's fine. It's fine. It's okay. Uh, I'd go a bit higher. I'd probably go six. Yeah, six. Six, maybe a seven. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to go Louis there. Yeah, six, maybe seven. And uh, I'm going to go over Dieter on a five. So it's not bad. Not bad score. Probably evens out around a six. Yeah. Uh, Treehouse of Horror, five. Give it a seven. Uh, ooh, very strong. Eight. I'll give it eight. Yeah, seven slash eight for me. Interesting. So you, you, Wayne and Louis, you both think this was as good as the first one, or the first one was as good as this one? Then I think this one was slightly better than the first one, because I mainly because I think all three are strong. All three stories are strong, mm-hmm. um, and with number one, I've got a clearer ranking of the three parts. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, I agree with. Um... With everybody, I'd go probably quite high, probably again with a decent more than anybody else. A nice eight. I, I very, very, very much like this episode. Uh, and then the, finally, Treehouse of Horror 29. Put American that Portugal. shit in the bin alongside <laughs> uh, American Portal Guys and uh, 365 Days. That low? Nah. Yeah, man. Nah. Son nah, of nah, a really. bitch. Come on. It's. it's, it's Two, three, three. I'm gonna give it three. It's not the worst thing I've ever seen. Um, it's probably it might not even be the worst Treehouse of Horror I've ever seen, but it's uh, I didn't enjoy it. Like it was it was it was a bad time. Yeah, I'll give it. Time. I'll give it a three. I think it's it was. I mean, I was I was gonna, I was about to say it wasn't bad. Uh, it was bad, <laughs> but it was largely just like nothing. Yeah. 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 I'm going to go three as well. Three. And I'm going to give it a three as well. So that leaves that down in the shit end with the other shit that we've watched. Uh, There you have it. So this Halloween, if you're looking for a Simpsons episode to watch, you could do a lot worse than the very ever first one. Who would have thought that going into this? Not me. I'll tell you that. (laughs) Agreed. Time for the quick fire round. Quick fire questions. Quick fire round. Quick fire round. Quick fire round. Quick fire questions. Quick fire questions. The only part of this podcast that prepares you for breaking the ice at parties or awkward work dues. Uh, as you know, I will read a would-you-rather question. Two contenders will then have 15 seconds to, to give me their best answer. I'll confer with the host not participating in that round for their opinion, but I'll decide who gets the points. This week, I have the, I've got all of my questions from zavamed.com, who posed would-you-rather questions to Americans and Europeans. I don't know if it was their study, but all of your answers will come with stats, and they're all... My favorite fucking kind of question. They're all based around... Busting a nut. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Uh, I was when you said they all came. We're with back, stats, baby. I was a bit like fifty-fifty, oh, <laughs> but then you said bust a nut, and I'm there. I'm with you now. Right. Uh, so up first, we'll have Adisa versus Robert. I just need to go for a long poo. Hang on. <laughs> uh, prepare the sandwich. Would you rather go for a long poo or have a, a tuna meal? sandwich? <laughs> Long tuna Sorry, sandwich. Wayne. Sorry, 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 sorry. Is everybody ready? Does anybody have any buzzers? Are you just going to scream your name at me? Uh, I have... I'm going to say my name. I have this popcorn. I'm going to 
this. It's always it's always sake. trash. It's always trash. Every fucking <laughs> clean your house. No. <laughs> I do wonder why these are recording thing in a bin. <laughs> <laughs> Sticking oh. the dump over here. Oh, Grouch, you're so mean. <laughs> the, other, the other thing I have is more trash. Surprise. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> it worries me because it's all so close to him. Well, you can only see him from like the torso. So I reckon it's probably oh, halfway up, but what, three, four feet worth of trash that we can't see? <laughs> Just wading through it. Oh, First question. Would you rather lose an arm or never have sex again? Robert? I don't know. <laughs> I'll just go with whatever's left. Spot. Yeah. Yeah, quite. Okay, uh, Robert, what's your answer? Lose an arm. Good choice. <laughs> uh, tell me why. And losing an arm is not that bad, you know. Sex is sex is one of the great pleasures of life. So being able to take part in it is uh, something you can really enjoy. If you lose an arm, you've got another arm. You can shake hands with that arm. You can masturbate with that arm. You can high five with that Hi. hand, with that arm. You, you, you only need one arm. Don't use the same hand to high five and masturbate. I do it at the same fucking time. <laughs> it's gonna be tricky. Ah shit! I've only got one arm. <laughs> <laughs> and Adisa. Yes, let me know when my time starts. Your time starts now. Okay, so it's the year 2020. Okay, we we can do without sex, right? We got we got machines that can. You know, tickle your your neurogenist zones, and and you know you can you can as far as I know you can still play with yourself. You can you can play with a friend. You play with each other. You just can't have <laughs> you know sex. Time. Is that? Oh, the f- oh, you can play with a friend. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> like tag, bulldog, play Kirby. Oh, Gives you stick in the mug. You can do the same satisfaction. I'm sure. Uh, Louis, Shit me. how did you feel about those answers? I felt bad about both answers, because <laughs> uh, these are my friends. I think I agree with... I mean, both of them made good points. There's a lot, like, modern technology, right? Yeah. You can All electrodes a, and shit. <laughs> modern technology, you can have a prosthetic arm, or you can have a fleshlight. Both of those things... <laughs> are now available to us in the modern world. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. I, I, I liked Adisa's playing with a friend, so I, I'll give... That's that's where my points are going. Nice. I'm going to have to disagree with you. I feel like Robert's answer was fuller. Like, Adisa had a good start with the modern technology, but then, Louis, you finished off his answer just now. E. You should have mentioned yeah, the first friend. He finished it off for me. E. <laughs> I'm going to give that first one to Robert. I would, I would imagine the statistics you're going to tell us would agree with me as well. 82.5 of American men would rather lose a finger than uh, give up sex. 57% of American women, 76% of European men, 54.4% of European women. So almost an even split there with women in Europe would rather lose an appendage than give up sex. Yeah. Especially with all these electrodes... Twenty-four <laughs> percent of European women would rather lose a finger than give up oral sex, giving and receiving. A finger? Yeah. I mean, that doesn't even matter, really. Uh, D- depends on the finger. No. Yeah. I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't replace a finger of electrodes. Depends on whose finger. Okay. Uh, next up, we'll have Louis versus Edisa. 
And your question is... Here we go. Would you rather give up alcohol or never have sex again? <laughs> Louis. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, Don't give this to the trash man. He's <laughs> uh, a trash man. <laughs> Robert, gonna get a secondary secondary ruling on that. Well, who came? From, I think Louis um, said his name before Adisa picked up the rest of his trash. Okay, Louis, you get to choose first. Uh, what is your answer? I would rather give up alcohol and continue having sex. Okay, tell me why. For this argument, I will be posting everyone, or pointing everyone, to the morning after. The morning after you've drunk alcohol is one of the worst mornings ever. Um, you feel absolutely horrendous. However, the morning after you've had sex is one of the best mornings ever. You're strutting Tang. around, putting on your breeches. What? <laughs> <laughs> putting okay. on your breeches. Louis having sex in 1923. <laughs> it's the only way. He must have recently fixed his toaster. <laughs> <laughs> and Adisa. I've never seen a person look more defeated before they did a round. <laughs> he, he looks like someone just took his arm and told him he couldn't have sex. That's what that looks like. Like, oh, I thought I'd give you a bit of extra time so you can come up with a new answer for why you would uh, give up the nut. Nah, I'll, 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 I'll do the first thing. That... Okay. When you're ready, within a reasonable amount of time. So, like, who needs sex when you can get so drunk and just have a wank? And also, <laughs> drinking doesn't give you crabs or, like, herpes. And, yeah, the mornings can be bad, but then you just carry on drinking. You can't always have sex in the morning. You can grab some booze in the morning. It's fine. And um, also... You won't have kids, so there's less damage to the environment, and um, you can stop now. Um, okay. I gave you some extra time, but just got to wait to see where the hell that was going to go. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've, I know who I'm picking, but Robert, <laughs> that is that, is, <laughs> that, was, that was an admirable attempt. I, was I, um, I, I, yeah, I think that was a good attempt from Adisa. I think it's tough to have basically have to pick the other option to sex both times. Yes. Uh, I think he could have gone down the route of, you know, drink, having alcohol, good nights out. Some of the best nights you're ever going to have will be based off alcohol. I said drunk, wank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the problem with that, of course, is is the wank. <laughs> but you could have brought up that, but he didn't. But, you know, hey, he's got a good point about the crabs. Can't get crabs off a beer. I Not mean, all sex is good, but Louis had a good point. I, I, you won't get Do you know what? Controvert- I think I would- Louis said breaches. I can't- <laughs> he did. He did. <laughs> I, can't- I can't condone this kind of language. So I think, Do you know what? I think for the effort alone, I, I would give it to Adisa. And the lack sure. of crabs and kids. Yeah. And breaches. So the world, the world is, is overpopulated. Not only will you stop uh, increasing that this number. This is a man. Yeah. Not only will you stop increasing that, that number, you will also. Um, Were you about to say this is a man who is increasing the population as we speak? <laughs> not I wasn't. We, yeah, that's not, a good we're point. not watching it, are we? He's playing with a friend. <laughs> I'm also drinking. Overruled. I'm giving. All it to right, Wayne. Way. Wayne, just give me the point. It's, it's fine. No. no. <laughs> and no again. Elisa, you're out. Uh, and it comes down to Robert versus Louis for a winner. Oh, uh, let me give you some stats quickly. Sobriety versus sex. 
surprisingly, the highest numbers here, uh, they are quite close, but they are higher from women. So 30% of European women would give up oral sex for beer. How? Whoa, what? Okay. How many? 37? 30% of European women. One one in three. Yeah. Same for European men. Near enough. I feel like... For beer specifically? Beer specifically. They got beer and wine. I thought I'd just do alcohol in general. It makes sense though, because I think wine wine is very popular in Europe. Yeah. For and and beer is very popular in Europe, especially when you start looking at countries like Germany. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say things like that. Yeah, one in three is higher than I thought. Yeah, but a full English breakfast is popular in in England. But I would give up a fried slice. Do you know what I mean? Like it's it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but would you give up a fried slice and you just don't get oral sex, but you can have everything else and the breakfast? Take your fried slice and leave. I've made my decision. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Fine. Um, This is why I don't win no points. (laughs) 3.6%. And yeah, I mean, we shit on Americans anyway. Sorry, dude. So 3.6% of American men would give up wine, would give up sex for wine. Yeah. So, you know, American men, I I feel like they think it's fruity gay water from France. Love that. <laughs> That's very good. Wayne, what about uh, what about uh, what about listeners in New York? <laughs> Sorry, uh, Amer- American men. Uh, if if you love some wine and you listen to this show, then send us a message. Uh, we'd love to know what you enjoy. Yeah, there are no other shocking statistics here. Thirty-five um, percent of uh, European women would give up oral sex for wine. I feel like that's probably low. I feel like European women love their wine. I think it's more revealing of European men, if you know mm. what I mean. No, please digress. Oh. Final one. We got Robert versus Louis. Uh, would you rather... I'm going to guess it's give up something or sex. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. It's slightly more specific than that, but would you rather lose your sight or the ability to <laughs> orgasm? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Robert. That was quick. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Yes, Robert. It's about to be a bunch of blind motherfuckers. <laughs> if you masturbate enough, you'll go blind anyway. Especially for you, if you keep touching yourself. I've heard the rumours. Go blind, hairy palms. My friend's got hairy palms. <laughs> I was about palms. to say, what? No one needs that. Palms hairy. <laughs> knees weak, palms are hairy. Robert, your answer. <laughs> I would rather keep my sight and lose the ability to orgasm. Okay. I think I know where this is going. Uh, uh, your answer, please. Yeah, or- orgasms are great. But, uh, you know, so are films. And uh, I like to watch films. I like to watch TV shows. I like to, you know, see see things out in the real world. If I really wanted to, I could watch other people have orgasms. It's pretty good, too. Um, sometimes there are people out there that never come, and they have the best time ever. Uh, that's got a name. can't remember it right now. I'm in the middle of our discussion. But people like it. There's a lot to see. There's a lot Dang. to see is my point. What? Now... Right. Like, oh, also, Robert got really wide-eyed during his answer. It was really weird. That's right, Adisa. I'm using my ability to see um, yeah, to its maximum yeah. capacity. Okay, Louis, you like your thinking? Yeah, I'm. I'm. Oh yeah, I'm trying to. I'm. I'm trying to get my head around Robert watching other people orgasm, but not it's called, it's called orgasming. Porn. Yeah, but no, yeah, but there's a nobody's watching porn just for the storylines. You can though. You just you, you just have a really frustrating erection throughout the whole thing. You shouldn't, but you can. 
fine, you can, but that. He's talking uh, about that really, uh, I mean, really high quality porn that you have to pay for. It's like in, it's like watching Lost and Twenty Four and Prison Break. We watched, watched we watched American Inception, but they bang. <laughs> There's a lot we of dudes American in that film. Yeah, I didn't want to watch American Portal, guys. But you would have enjoyed it more if there had been some boobies. Yes. There you go. And I would have had a wank afterwards. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I could do that. I just wouldn't get the enjoyment of at the end. There's something really funny about afterwards. Like, he's going to wait for the credits to roll. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to well, use was, my eyes I for still, the full I'm still event. I'm to review this movie with you, sir. I, need to, <laughs> I still need to critique it. Can we get an answer? Oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay, cool. Blind people can still experience the world. Uh, you can have a, a, a cane. You can have a, a seeing eye dog. That's companionship there. Um, Shawshank Redemption, all of the, your favorite movies. No movie is as good as Bussing a Nut feels. Wow. Uh, time. Uh, uh, that's two strong answers there. Adisa? It's difficult. It's very rare. We both Do we both go f- like actually try and win a point? Very <laughs> yeah. rare. This is a diff- yeah, this is a difficult one. Um... Because I have to kind of figure out, I have to distance myself from my answer and their answers. I'll, I think, I think I'm going to go Louis, and I think the reason for that is people, blind people, do live, you know, good. Like they can experience films in a different way, as well as busting the nut. Yeah, you know, and I, I think that was quite a sh- strong habit and the companionship with the dog and whatever. So are you whatever. saying that people that don't bust nuts can't have fulfilling lives? Yes, they're I inhuman that... monsters. <laughs> Speaking to all of you yeah. out there. I think between the two groups of people... Oh, God, what am I about to say? All right, fuck it. Between the two <laughs> groups of people, the people who can't what bust nuts going? are missing out on more than... Really? <laughs> the blind, the people that can't drive, can't play video games, can't look upon their Stevie loved one. Wonder can drive. Fuck it, he ain't blind. Go back to one episode. It's difficult. You hear more about this there. It's all right. So I'll put it this way: it's difficult, but I think um, I think Louis' kind of you can experience the world avenue. I think that I, I like. I did like that, so I'm gonna have to give the give the point to him. Sorry, strong man. It was hard. It was hard. I'm inclined to agree with you for similar reasons. <sighs> Louis wasn't pro his ejaculation. He was anti being blind. Oh, that's good. That's, you're right. that's a good shout. Was I? You weren't like, ah, oh, ejaculation is really good, really feels really good. You were like, oh, you can experience the world blind, it's great, it's fine, and 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 bust a nut. Yeah? But that's not pro-busting nuts. I said no movie is as good as busting nut. How is that not pro-busting nuts? That's fair. It's, it's, not, it's not, it's anti-movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't anticipate saying that sentence in my you lifetime. You anticipate saying it twice. <laughs> Yeah. The people have spoken. Louis, you're the winner. Ooh, I must ooh, say, ooh, ooh. I'm very um. It's it's a, it's a fair victory. It's a good ar- argument, but I am surprised by all of your answers. I am surprised that you would rather be blind, but be able to. Bust I nuts. was I was surprised you went the way you did choose it first. It was literally the answer I I believe in. Um, vote for me for president, and <laughs> I will. Because. Sight is such a big part of your life. There's so much you can't do. I mean, I know, do me wrong, people who are blind live great lives, impressive lives, but I, there's a lot I like doing in my eyes. I mean, if someone said you're going to go blind, it'd be quite upsetting. I wouldn't be like, ah, oh, but at least I can come. So that's okay. 
Got that going for me. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That wouldn't be a thing. I wonder that if that's in my mind. I wonder if that's ever been the response following a uh, diagnosis. Because I like playing games and I like being able to drive and I like do using my eyes for things that you just can't. No, that's fair. No, it's it's like that's why I said it was difficult. Um, it, it was difficult. Yeah. But when it when it boils down to it, I I am a man and I'm gonna agree with the most laddish thing, which is. We're true red blooded Americans. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think um, I think we've worked out who thinks with their big head and who thinks with their little head. <laughs> you three are all little head. Yeah, they're the same size. <laughs> God, you need a That's doctor. Horrifying. Adisa's head is tiny. You <laughs> can barely see him on the it's screen. Like, it's it's just like a... shoulders and then nothing. <laughs> It's like an action man's head on top of a real grown man's body. <laughs> and the statistics to follow that are that uh, 17.4% of uh, European men agree with Robert. The lowest stat is American women would rather lose their sight. 8.3%. Yeah. Quite low across the board. Uh, men, women, European and American. <laughs> I saw a picture of a giant potato in America earlier. I, I wanted to see... What the fuck were you looking at? I, wanted to, I typed in giant fries. I wanted to see what Google had to show me. That's so weird. That's such a weird thing to say. Now imagine, imagine this. You're sitting there. You want to know. You want to look up. You want to look up giant fries, right? But you can't because you're blind. Jesus. But you can ejaculate thinking about what a giant fry would look like. That's That's just weird. Very specific porn. But you'd never be able to see. You gotta get that audio description. Oh, come this, what is the audio thing. description of giant fry porn? <laughs> There's a big the giant fry, fry sits there. <laughs> uh, mm, yeah, it's very upsetting that we're talking about this and then see Adisa like tight in his room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. Oh god, and that small head of his as well. <laughs> no, what you get for bringing up my wide eyes, motherfucker? <laughs> Right, Louis, you are the winner of the countdown clock, and we're now moving on to the variety section. Variety section. Too much? Yeah, probably too much. The variety section. Every week here in the pods, we do something a little different where only one of us knows what's about to happen. And that week, that person is me. I'm... Me, Luke, I, I know what's going to happen. <laughs> um, this week, we will be playing Who Am I? Louis, you just said it. Yeah, you're Louis. Uh, I should have foreseen that joke. <laughs> I have... Wheezy! <laughs> I have a number of celebrities and a number of clues about said celebrities. I'm going to go through them one by one. I'll give you a clue. And if you think you know who it is, shout stop. And, uh, and I'll come to you for an answer. If uh, if you get it wrong, we'll ca- we'll crack on. You don't get locked out or anything like that. We have four or five, uh, four or five uh, clues about each celebrity. A number of celebrities to get through. I will say to na- to narrow it down a little bit, not just uh, to let you go out into the wide world of the um, of celebs of the Z list. These are all actors or actresses who have appeared in movies we've reviewed. Oh, okay on this pod okay and if you can't get who it is after after five clues what i might do is uh, read a list of their lesser known roles okay. and see if see if that helps this week's variety section has been brought to you by the trivia section of imdb imdb for all your trivia needs 
Celeb number one. Louis is weird. I like it. <laughs> As a kid, I was a member of the Royal Canadian Sea Cadets. Jim Carrey. Yes, I was born in Canada. Fuck, yes. Jim Carrey. Yay! <laughs> 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 uh, Louis, I'd like to guess Jim Carrey. Yeah, shit. Sure. That is that is the number one answer. Yes. Was there Jim anything Carrey. that you wanted to follow up with? Any interesting bits and pieces about him? There were uh, a couple. I am firstly, uh, or secondly, I am good friends with Adisa's favorite, Steve Oer de Kirk. I love a bathroom scene. I have played two of the most recognizable Christmas haters in film history. Yeah, I think if we hadn't got it by then, that might have given it away. Who was the other one? Um, Scrooge. Scro- oh, Scrooge. Yeah. Uh, and I performed my first stand-up routine in Yellow Suit and Tails, which would hopefully have led you to The Mask, which we reviewed back in episode 10. Uh-huh. Uh, so we'll call that a test round. <laughs> um... <laughs> 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 oh, God. Cool. All right. Let's pretend we don't know them. Number Number two, then. Celeb number two. I am afraid of helicopters. What's the name of the lead guy in 365 days? Uh, not this person. <laughs> it's not Patrick Swayze, is we it? We would never get that. Uh, no. Uh, I've got to remember. Michael Jordan. No, also no. Uh, clue number two. Mm-hmm. Sesame Street named a sheep after me. I'm trying to no think about all the shit we've watched. Yeah. <laughs> is it Jim Carrey again? Uh, yeah, Jim Carrey. He's got fucking <laughs> all of these are Jim Carrey. No, it's not Jim Carrey again. Uh, clue number three. My real name is Mary Louise Gummer. Um, yeah, I'm mainly trying to think of what the hell we've watched. Oh, um, what's her name? Is it, is it uh, the leading lady from Clueless? No, it is not. Oh, good uh, what I what I will start to do is restrict you all to one guess per <laughs> yes, clue. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. And clue number four, this final clue. I am considered the greatest living actress of all time. Mel Streep. Boom. Thank you very much. Two points to Wayne. Celeb. Oh my god! So three. Sesame Street. It's Meryl Sheep. Is it? Yeah. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Yes, it is. Oh my fuck! Indeed, it is. Shit, the bed. I forgot we watched The Devil's Wear Prada. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, The Devil Wears Prada, which we reviewed in episode 25. Go back and watch your list. Celeb number three. Meryl Streep. <laughs> that, that's Robert's uh, guess for clue number one. <laughs> there was no question. <clears throat> celeb number one. Uh, celeb number... <laughs> Louis broken. <laughs> I am uh, thinking of American Poltergeist. Uh, celeb number three, clue number one. I was called the king of the sleepers after the unexpected success of a few of my films. Johnny Reeves. No. Oh. That's so funny. <laughs> we get her in. <laughs> she knows the answer. Yeah. 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 Okay. Sorry, you guys. My wife is a lunatic and laughs as such. <laughs> clue number two. My trademark on IMDb is chiseled features. Swayze. Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze, uh, of course, is. The other clues here, I don't know if you would have gotten from this. You definitely would have gotten from the second one that to read. Uh, but clue number three was going to be, I broke my legs falling off a horse whilst filming Letters from a Killer. Oh, okay. Mm, nope. nope. 
And the last clue was a memoir about me was released in twenty in two thousand and nine, titled "The Time of My Life." Uh, cool. Yeah, which yeah, yeah. probably should have got celeb number four. Clue number one. Which one of you should I go for first? I feel like you're gonna get all of them. Uh, I was Jordan. born in Lebanon. Oh no. I was born where? In Lebanon. And it's not Michael Jordan. (laughs) (laughs) Clue number two. I played ice hockey in high school and my nickname was The Wall. Silence. (laughs) What what movie have we watched with a gigantic man? That's what I mean. And with Wayne, I'm trying to think of what we've watched. With what? A gigantic man. It's a woman, isn't it? Aha! Clue number clue number three. My first name means cool breeze over the mountains. Have we watched something with somebody Polynesian in it? No, <laughs> Polynesians don't play hockey. Ah, oh, Jesus. What have we watched? A whole lot of thunking going on. I cannot remember the bloody movies we've watched other than Space Jam and American Poltergeist in 365 days. <laughs> we have watched some shit. Uh, Cameron Diaz. No. Uh. Cameron Diaz is not named The Wall. <laughs> yeah. The toothpick. Why, would, why, do, why do we think it's a woman? I don't remember. Because I said it was a big man and Louis was like, it's a man? Louis got all coy with us, that's why. No, I see. Oh, <laughs> oh, nice. That's, I mean, if that's what you took from me, that's what you took <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> Uh, clue number four? Yeah, clue number four. I've played a former quarterback from Ohio State in two films. Uh, oh. One of which we did watch. Yeah, it's not the one from American... Keanu Reeves. It is oh, Keanu okay. Reeves, yes. Oh. I don't know why you thought it was Cameron Diaz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, the war. They're basically the same person. <laughs> yeah, because he... Uh... Yeah, quarterback in point break, yeah. wasn't he? Indeed he was. And he was also he also had the chance to go professional in ice hockey. Oh. Um, as a as a youngster. The fifth clue was he grew up in Toronto. Um but yeah, you can check out our thoughts on Keanu Reeves in our review of Point Break in episode twenty one and Bill and Ted's excellent adventure oh, yeah. in another episode I don't have the name for. <laughs> <laughs> the fifth and final celebrity. <clears throat> okay. Clue number one. My original name is Mark Sinclair. So it's a guy. Um, or is it? Or is it? <laughs> Cameron Diaz. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, what have we watched with Cameron Diaz in? Mask. The Mask. The Mask. Yeah. Oh, The Mask. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mark. Clue number two. Yeah. I was offered the role of Daredevil in the movie Daredevil. From 2003, that eventually went to Ben Affleck. Mark Sinclair looks like Ben Affleck. Clue number three. Mm. I worked as a bouncer before getting my break in acting. Who is this fucker? My God. He's got to be quite big. Um. It's the pro- the problem is I don't remember the films we've watched. Yes. Yeah. What I'm yeah. Clue number four? Yeah. Clue number four. I have a fraternal twin brother 
calls Paul Vincent, who works as a film editor. Fraternal twin means they're not identical. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I mean, I googled it. Oh, fair enough. I don't know why you just want to say non-identical. I don't know. Anyway, fraternal oh, brother. Just, anyway, what's the name of the lead guy in Three Hundred and Sixty Five Days? <laughs> <laughs> Some douche. Um, it's got to be. Got to be a film that was actually good, so that's none of a decent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who, who? I can probably. I think I can tell you whose choice it was. It was Robert's choice. Hugh Jackman. Movie. No. Ah. Oh, no. Watch with Hugh Jackman. X Men. Uh, yeah. Way back. Episode what I picked? Four. Is it Homer Simpson? Yeah. It is not Homer Simpson. Mark Sinclair. Homer J. Simpson. <laughs> I, have, I have a fifth and final clue. Gone. Good. My third child, Pauline. <laughs> yeah. I know where that's funny. Sorry. My third child, Pauline, is named for my late best friend oh. and co-star. Put bad now. It's Jesus. Vin Diesel. It is Vin Diesel. Oh, we... yes. oh yeah. Indeed. Vin Diesel. Uh... Third child, Pauline, named after, of course, Paul Walker. He uh, has a twin brother called Paul Vincent. His original name is Mark Sinclair. Uh, and yeah, he works as a bouncer before getting his big break in acting. And we watched him in the, frankly, uh, confusing <laughs> Triple X in, oh, yes. uh, that we reviewed back in episode nine. Ah, uh, yes. Did I pick Triple X? Yeah. Uh, no. Yes. I did. That's why oh. I was confused. Oh. Oh. Ah, oh, freaking red herrings. Uh, over there. Game's hard enough as it is. Uh, you got Jim Carrey, all right. I um, didn't. Wayne got that. Fine. Yeah, I think Louis knows. There you go. Vin Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> I think Louis I, knows what's going on. I do down. get you two confused quite often. Wayne and Rob, you look very similar. Who am I? Some of our greatest hits from reviews of pods previous. And that's about our time. We've been talking to Sugars for all of your trivia-based imdb questions on reviews that we've done uh send them across to talk and two sugars on all the socials that's to the number two um and you can find some more opinions from the four of us in the following places robert where can people find you they can find me on twitter at uh, mr rjl and uh, or on instagram at rjling1 and say goodbye to them. goodbye the people and adisa where can people find you uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Mr. Adisa. That's Mr. A-D-I-S-A. And say goodbye. Hey, I'm going to miss you. Goodbye. <laughs> really weird. It's so weird because he leant forward. He's a chuckle yeah, in his eyes. What the fuck? Hey, I'm giving a new statistic for you. <laughs> I got a new statistic for you. Wait, seventy-five percent of this podcast don't want to do this podcast. <laughs> uh, shit, so upsetting. <laughs> uh, w- Wayne, follow that if you can. I don't think I with can. Um, with... <laughs> <laughs> I've been Wayne. Goodbye, everybody. If you want to uh, speak to me, you can find me on Twitter at um, Miles Behind. That's M Y L E S B E H I N D.
And I have been Louis. You can find me on socials at Mr. Antwi, A-N-T-W-I. Uh, that's your pod. See you next week for some more Talk in Two Sugars. Love you. Bye. That was...